0: Today we're diving into a topic that often confuses English language learners. The difference between make and do. These two little words may seem interchangeable, but they serve distinct purposes in the English language. By the end of this lesson, you'll not only understand when to use make and when to use do, but you'll also be able to apply them in various contexts. So let's get into it. We'll be right back after this short break. First off, let's break down the basic differences between make and do. Make, make is generally used when creating or constructing something. It often involves producing a physical object but can also refer to less tangible items like decisions. For example, she made a cake, he made a choice. What about do? Well, do is typically used for actions, tasks, or work. It's more about the process or the action rather than the final end product. For example, she did her homework, he did the dishes. Remember, make is about creation, while do is about action. Let's dive deeper into make. So when we think of make, it's helpful to envision bringing something new into existence. This can be as concrete as whipping up a batch of cookies, yum, or as abstract as making plans for the weekend. The act of making often involves a degree of creativity Or initiative. It's not just about the physical act, it's about the intention behind it. For instance, when someone says they made a friend, the implication is that they've established a new friendship or relationship, which is a creative social construct, not a tangible product. Now, on the flip side, do is the go-to verb for general activities and tasks, especially those that are routine or procedural. It's the verb that we lean on for activities that don't necessarily produce something new, but are more about completing a task or engaging in an action. Do is incredibly versatile, covering everything from doing a dance which is performing an action, to doing time, a colloquial way of saying serving a prison sentence. It's about the undertaking and the effort, regardless of whether there's a final product to show for it. To truly grasp the essence of make and do, it's beneficial to explore some of the common phrases where they are used. These phrases, often referred to as collocations, are fixed expressions where make and do appear with specific nouns. Understanding these will not only enhance your vocabulary, but also your ability to express yourself more naturally and confidently in English. Let's look at some expressions and collocations with make. The verb make, is often part of phrases that involve forming, creating, or shaping something. It's about bringing something into existence or causing something to happen. Make a decision. This implies a process of considering various factors before arriving at a conclusion. It's about forming a choice in your mind. Make a mistake. Here, make is used to indicate the creation of an error. It's a way of saying that an incorrect action or judgment has been produced. Make an effort. Effort is not something that you can touch or see, but it's something that you can create within yourself. It's about exerting energy towards a goal. Make money. Money itself isn't made, unless you're minting it. But this phrase is about generating wealth or earning income. Now let's look at some expressions with do. Conversely, do is associated with performing tasks, taking action, or engaging in activities. It's less about what is being created and more about what is being executed. Do your best. This phrase emphasizes the action of trying as hard as possible, putting in max effort. Do the laundry. A very practical example where do is about performing a series of tasks to achieve an outcome for your clean clothes. I wish I had a robot to do my laundry. Do someone a favor. This is about carrying out an action that helps somebody else. It's an act of service rather than creation. Do the shopping. Again, I would love a robot to help me do the shopping. So similar to laundry, shopping involves a series of actions such as selecting, purchasing, and bringing home goods. In each of these phrases, make and do are paired with nouns to express a wide range of activities and creations. They show the breadth of situations in which these verbs are used, from the mundane to the complex. By familiarizing yourself with these expressions, you'll start to notice patterns and feel more confident in your ability to choose the right verb for the right situation. So I highly recommend you taking the time to learn these. let's do a little bit of a deep dive into collocations because they're very important. Collocations are like the secret sauce of language fluency. They are words that tend to be used together regularly, that frequently appear together in chunks, forming a combination that sounds just right to native English speakers. Understanding collocations with make and do will not only boost your linguistic accuracy but also your confidence in using English in everyday situations, be they at work or at home. So let's delve into some of these collocations and understand why they work the way they do. Knowing these can help you decide whether to use make or do. First up, collocations with make. Make pairs with nouns to form actions related to creation, construction, and formulation. Here are some nuanced examples. Make a difference. This phrase suggests that one's actions can create a significant change or impact. It's about the ability to produce an effect or an outcome. Make friends. Here, make refers to the process of creating bonds or relationships. It's not about physically crafting something, but about developing connections. Make a list. This is about constructing a sequence of items, often written down. It's the act of creating an organized compilation. Make peace. To make peace is to create a state of tranquility or resolve conflict. It's about forging a new situation of harmony. Make a point. When you make a point, you're creating a clear and persuasive argument or statement. Make a choice. This implies the action of selecting an option or deciding between alternatives, essentially creating a decision. We'll be right back after this short break. Make a complaint. To make a complaint is to create a formal expression of dissatisfaction. Make a toast. Often done at celebrations like weddings and birthdays, Making a toast is about creating a moment of honor or tribute through words, and it's often accompanied by a speech. Each of these collocations with make involves bringing something into existence, whether it's a physical object, a decision, or an abstract concept. Now let's dive deeper into collocations with do. In contrast, do is used with activities and tasks, focusing on the action itself rather than what is produced. Do damage. This phrase emphasizes the action of causing harm, not the result of the harm itself. Do well. To do well means to perform effectively in a task or activity. Well done. Do homework. This is about the act of completing assignments, focusing on the task rather than the finished work. Do harm. Similar to do damage, it's about the act of causing injury or pain. Do time, a colloquial way of saying serving a sentence in prison, focusing on the experience rather than the end. Do wonders. This means to have a very beneficial effect with the emphasis on the action of causing such an effect. Do the honors. To perform a task or duty, often a ceremonial one, like cutting a ribbon at an opening ceremony. Do a job. This is about performing work or fulfilling a role. So these collocations with do are all about the execution of an action, often habitual or procedural without necessarily resulting in a new creation. Understanding collocations is crucial because they help you sound more natural and idiomatic in your speech. They are the building blocks of expressive and effective communication. Native L1 speakers use these combinations without much thought. But for learners, they can be a key to unlocking a more advanced level of language proficiency. Moreover, collocations can be peculiar and sometimes defy logical patterns, which is why they can be challenging for English learners. For example, why do we say to make the bed when we're not actually constructing the bed? Well, it's because some collocations are based on historical usage and have become fixed in the English language over time. By mastering these collocations with make and with do, you'll be able to express complex ideas more succinctly. You'll also be able to reduce the risk of literal translations or transliterations from your native language into English, which can cause errors in English. And this is why I emphasize don't translate from your L1 into your L2, okay? Instead, you'll be using phrases that have been shaped by the collective usage of native speakers over centuries. Collocations are not just about memorizing word pairs. They're about understanding the essence of English expressions. They allow you to convey meaning with precision and color, making your English more fluent and natural sounding. So as you go about learning these phrases, remember that you're not just learning language you're learning culture, history, and the art of expression. So the key takeaway here is that make often collocates with words that signify creating or producing, while do collocates with words that signify tasks or actions. If you're feeling challenged or overwhelmed, try not to. English indeed has its quirks, like any language. And when it comes to make and do, the exceptions can seem as plentiful as the rules. I know, but just bear with me. These exceptions often stem from historical usages that have crystallized into idiomatic expressions over time. For instance, like we said about the make the bed example, this phrase, make the bed, doesn't involve constructing a bed from scratch, right? But rather, it refers to the act of arranging the bed neatly putting the sheets in order, making it look nice and comfy and presentable. So the use of make here is idiomatic. We'll be right back after this short break. Stemming from a time when make broadly implied putting something in order. Do good. Unlike other do collocations that involve a clear task, do good is an idiomatic expression that means to perform actions that are morally right or beneficial to others. It's an abstract use of do, emphasizing the action of contributing positively to society or to an individual's well being. Make a run for it. Here, make doesn't involve creating anything, right? But it rather refers to the act of running, usually to escape, do wonders. This phrase suggests that something or someone has a remarkable effect, but there's no actual doing in a physical sense. It's an idiomatic way to express that an action has produced excellent results. These examples highlight the importance of context and familiarity with phrases that don't always follow the logical patterns of make and do for creation and for action, right? Make for creation and do for action. Learning these expressions is essential for achieving fluency, and it requires a combination of internalization, not memorization, but internalization, and exposure to the language in various contexts. So as you see, practice is key, and so is exposure. And so as you encounter these nuances, embrace them as part of the rich tapestry that makes English a fascinating and fun language to learn and speak. Now, before you take off, let me ask you this question. Are you feeling held back by social anxiety? Do you want to boost your career and elevate your social game in every type of context that you encounter in English? If so, then I invite you to dive into our immersive group coaching program where we tackle these types of challenges head on. They're a great way for you to practice your newly learned strategies and collocations and skills in English and we equip you with the social superpowers and career catapults that you've been searching for. This is your solution. So you can think of it as a personal think tank for you, where you get tailored advice that fits you just right. It's a space where your career questions and your social fluency inquiries meet their answers and where you can make meaningful connections with people who are leveling up like you if you're interested and you can sign up for our group coaching program by going to academy.xlearning.co, and you can sign up for our executive communication lab group coaching program and for those of you who would prefer something a little bit more low-key then there's our amazing community For a self-guided yet fully supported journey, the Exploring Academy plan is your gateway. It's not your average network or your average community. It's more like the family that you choose for your professional life and for your social fluency. It's a place where you can swap stories, make friends, practice your English, share wins, and maybe even find your next big opportunity. It's about connecting with people who get it because they're right there with you. So come on over and join us. We're at academy.xlearning.co and you can join the Exploring Academy plan. And for those of you who love challenges and quests and pushing your limits and getting out of your comfort zone and you love a good stretch goal, well, we've got plenty of challenges, including the 33-day Executive Excellence Challenge. It's not about transforming you overnight. That's not how excellence works. It's rather about taking small daily steps that add up to big leaps in how you lead and how you succeed. So if that sounds like your kind of challenge, then let's get you signed up. That's available to you as soon as you join either Paid Plan, either the Executive Communication Lab Group Coaching Plan or the Exploring Academy Plan. So if you're ready to take things further, I am right there with you. Let's make it happen. Check out the links in the description down below or just hop on over to academy.explearning.com and go see for yourself. Thank you for hanging out with me, my friends. Share some of the collocations with Make and Do that really got you excited to use in conversation. And hit that like button if you found these tips useful and helpful and if you derived value from this lesson. And don't forget to subscribe for more insights on how to level up your communication and social fluency in English. Until next time, keep up the amazing work and I will see you right here for another lesson. Bye for now.